Welcome to Nerd Cannon. I'm Beth. I am the Pumpkin King. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. It's so loud. <laughs> oh, I'm scared. <laughs> Everyone hail to the Pumpkin King. All right. This is a podcast where two librarians look at pop culture cornerstones from their childhood and decide if they're good enough to be shared with the next generation of nerds. Pumpkin King, do you have a bad synopsis? I do. You ready? <laughs> I don't know. I this felt bad. Now. I did not want to do a bad synopsis for this movie. But here's my bad synopsis. Uh, skinny man breaks into homes around town until police and the military successfully end his reign of terror. No, oh, skinny man. He's so skinny. <laughs> He's so skinny. Okay. Uh, so we're talking about Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, this was released on October 29th, 1993. Directed by Henry Selick. A story by Tim Burton. Starring Danny Elfman, Chris Sarandon, and Catherine O'Hara. The Rotten Tomato score is 95% and the audience score was 91%. Too low. Too Sorry, low. did I just give away the... <laughs> well, listen, if they think <laughs> like, they haven't been listening. Right. <laughs> what was your experience of this as a kid? I don't I don't know. When I first saw this, this is a mystery to me. It just is one of these things that's sort of ever-present. I know that I saw this uh, after Edward Scissorhands because I already knew Tim Burton. Okay. I know that I saw this after Wallace and Gromit because Wallace and Gromit had already primed me for the claymation style. Oh, okay, okay. We can talk about Wallace and Gromit some other time. I've never seen that. Yeah, see, that's a failing in you. I know like, what it is, <laughs> but I chose not to. I have seen this movie I about 30,000 times and maybe more. I don't know. I, I, I have watched this a lot. I don't have any specific, like, interesting memories of this movie. It's just one of those things that I think is essential for everyone to see forever. I don't know. That I'm definitely jumping the gun. <laughs> what is your experience of <laughs> this movie? So opposite of you. I very, very specifically remember seeing it for the first time. So okay. we used to have a cheap show near our house cheap show being the movie the when so that i don't know cheap show is what we always called it like when the movie comes out and it's full price or whatever oh, and then the, it goes the cheap theater yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay the theater after yeah. it's been out for x amount of definitely time. okay i get that so i know that i had seen like commercials for it and i wanted to see it but i being what are we like 10 when this comes out or whatever so yeah I obviously wasn't taking my own self to the movies, but my father used to, and my stepmother used to take me to the cheap show. We would go kind of a lot. There was one near their house and we used to hang out, you know, good old parental visitation on Wednesday nights. And uh, so that was a good thing to do was like go have dinner and go to a movie because I was not sleeping over. I was going to go back to my mom's. I remember seeing this and I remember sitting in the cheap show just with my little tiny 10-year-old goth heart, so full and also breaking and just so <laughs> like I I remember going home. There are certain movies in this world when I saw them, I was like, that was specifically for me. That mm-hmm. was made only for me. And then it just like I would like carry it home with me and I would just be like in a daze about it. And that was definitely that for me. Okay. I so definitely I didn't see this in the theater. I could yeah, I specifically remember. And now you have seen it just that one time in the theater? 
And then you never watched it again. And then that's it. Oh, so then I proceeded (laughs) to watch it every five minutes for the rest of my life and sing every note of the soundtrack and all of the voices. And Mm -hmm. I also had, I think I posted about this on our Twitter, like maybe last year, um, because one of my problems as an adult is that I have my own credit card and this is an impulse purchase nightmare for me. But I had, as a kid, the limited edition Burger King watch. Mm, Yeah. With specifically with the um, silhouette of Jack and Sally on the hill with the moon behind them. In front them. of a burger bun? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was so cute. It doesn't have any, like, burger cake. It just came with, I think, a meal, but maybe you had to pay for yeah. I don't know. So remember how they used to do, like, we were had talked about, like, when we did Nightmare Land Before Time. That's, that's there was, like, one. yep, that's oh, this yeah. one. Do you know what I, like, there were, like, cups and toys and stuff. So oh, there yeah, was watches. So there was watches, and I had one, and then last year I went on eBay and I bought (laughs) the watch again. And it is extremely uncomfortable because it's 20-year-old plastic. You can't Um, put it on. You have to put that in a frame. I want to wear it as like a little glass dome. A holiday Uh art Uh piece, holiday piece of jewelry. But, um, But anyway, so I have that. I'll post a picture of it. Make a necklace out of it. Yeah. I fucking love this movie. I In college, I had- Your burger watch. My burger watch. In college, I had a Jack Skellington messenger bag for like mm-hmm. many years of college. And I actually like, I wish so badly. That was like when Hot, Top- Hot Topic was a different flavor than it is now. But I think I got it from there or maybe, I don't know. But I had that and I like wish I still had it. Although I used it so much that it fell apart. Yeah. Yeah. So I watched shit out of this. Would you like to do two trivias and a lie? Uh, I feel like you're going to make me feel bad. But yes, no, we can try it. No, I don't think so. Okay, go for it. Um, Okay, so (laughs) the first this is the first stop motion animated feature to be entirely converted to 3D. What does that Uh, mean? They also released like with the glasses. Yeah, like in 3D. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nightmare remarked Burton's third consecutive film with a Christmas setting, and one Halloween Town resident that was originally imagined and later cut was the Invisible Man. Damn. Oh man. Okay. Huh. Third. I'm trying to think of third consecutive. What's the third one? Me covering my face. I can't listen to Paul puzzle this out. <laughs> you can't listen to me think. <laughs> I, mean, like, I, like I make such loud faces. Like my face is so loud. <laughs> huh. I'm just going to wait now until Beth gives me some kind of tell. Here's my tell. <laughs> <laughs> that is not an appropriate tell. Or it was the Invisible Man. Can you tell me the first one again? Yes, I can. Um, so I said, first stop motion animated feature to be entirely converted to 3D. Nightmare March Burton's third consecutive film with a Christmas setting. One Halloween Town resident that was originally imagined and later cut was the Invisible Man. Uh, I don't, I feel like, okay, I'm pretty sure. What's the order of Tim Burton movies? Isn't Beetlejuice in, right before this, though? Beetlejuice is not Christmas, is it? Is Beetlejuice Christmas? I don't know. <laughs> is Beetlejuice Christmas is my favorite. Invisible Man seems perfectly fine. Like, I can see them trying to do that and being like, ah, it's not working in the in the claymation, and we'll just cut that out. I'm going to say it's not the third consecutive Christmas one. That's my fun. Ah, come on. What's the movies, <laughs> I then? Made up, I made up the... Uh... The Invisible Man thing. Okay. Uh, okay. But I, did, I thought exactly what you thought. I'm like, wouldn't that be cool as an archetype? But then how would they do it? And so. It had to be like, like in HG Wells. It had to be like bandages or something with yeah, like yeah, space yeah. in it. But I could see. That's a good one. What are the three movies then? 
Oh, shit. I fucking wrote this down, too. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Batman Returns or whatever. Batman, whatever. It's Christmas. Okay. And okay. then um, oh, that's Edward cheating. Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands was the one I knew. Yeah. Because I, I just said that. But like, that's oh, Batman's cheaty. That's cheaty. I, I guess mean, it's whatever. It's When's Beetlejuice then? I gotta After look this. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Fine. Would you like to hear more fun facts then, Frankie? <laughs> yes, go ahead. <laughs> Okay, so this originated as a poem written by Burton in 1982 while working as an animator at Walt Disney. So I have a whole, like, there's a whole long path to how this ended up, you know, becoming a film. So Burton had some success. Did you ever see the movie Victor? No. That he put out? It was also stop motion. I didn't, I haven't either or I haven't seen it enough to really remember it. But he had some success with that at Disney. And so he wanted, and that's also like black and white, like claymation. Okay. So he wanted to adapt the poem Nightmare Before Christmas that he'd written into like a half hour holiday special voiced by Vincent Price. So his whole thing was, I remember all of those like, you know, Rudolph and whatever, all those like The Year Without a Santa Claus, like those claymation Christmas movies. Like I want to do like a spooky one, but I want to do it in like the same way. And Disney was like, no, it's too weird and dark. Like we can't. So eventually he leaves slash is fired from Disney. (laughs) And he says of them that Disney was unable to offer his nocturnal loners enough scope. (laughs) But then, oh, so this is, so Beetlejuice must have been before this because then Beetlejuice happens and Batman happens and he's getting some success and Disney still has the rights to this poem and this idea. And he goes back to them and he's like, yo, like, I really want to do this. And Disney says yes at this time because they want to show the capabilities of technical and storytelling achievements that based on, like, who framed Roger Rabbit, like, they want to do oh. something groundbreaking. So they finally say okay. yes. Be- this so is that- Beetlejuice was all the way back in 1988. I didn't realize yeah, it was that yeah, yeah, yeah. much older. Okay. So there was a crew of over 120 workers us- utilizing 20 sound stages for filming there were 109,440 frames taken for the film, 227 puppets, and Jack Skellington oh. had about 400 heads. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, there are – so I watched – I mean, this does not surprise you at all to know that I watched an entire documentary on this. Uh, yeah, which, okay. Not again, I could have predicted that. I think this happened before with a different episode. I had already watched this in my own life like years ago. and then The I documentary. Was like, ah, yeah. Yes. Oh, no, yeah. 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 yeah, and then I like went back and watched it again because, okay. of course, I did. So there are twenty-four shots per second. That's how like it took an entire week to do one minute of this movie. <laughs> See, that so, sounds awful. I like stop motion. I have fun with stop motion. It's I, do, I do stop motion with the kids at school. We do stop motion yeah. projects and stuff. Doing something like this. I I have a lot of patience. I don't have the patience to do something like that. That's I have to so tell you, tedious. Watching it this now, like watching, and I highly recommend. And if you just give it a goog, it comes up. It's like everywhere. I watch it on YouTube. It's on Netflix. It's all over this documentary. It's like twenty five minutes or half hour. It really goes into how they made it, and they interview all the people. They have you know Tim Burton's interviewed and the director and all the art, like everyone. It was filmed. Oh my god, the mullets. Dude, the mullets. (laughs) Like, truly glorious, truly glorious mullets are occurring. The amount and the process, it's painstaking. You know, Burton had drawn, like, all of these illustrations himself 
and had all these characters in mind. And then they had to try to render them in 3D. Then they would make every single set a quarter size, like to scale so that they could move it all around and make sure they could get the camera where they wanted and make sure the animator's hands could go where they wanted. And the animators, you know, insisted that they never had to move their hands more than two and a half feet. So all of the sets that were bigger, like broke into pieces strategically so they could get it was bananas. It's super worth watching and fascinating, especially when you've seen it a million times and then you're like, oh my God, like the idea that someone had to cook this shit up from scratch is crazy. You said 3D, did it? Yeah. No. So I don't know anything about the 3D other than that it happened and it was released that way. Just the idea that like all of this for this movie and I, you know, I, I think it's worth it. I loved this movie, but it's so funny that the dedication to the craft that Every single one of these people has to be putting that much effort into. And that's why Tim Burton is not the director of this. Because he's like, I want nothing to do with that. I just wanted Hmm. to see it when it's done. (laughs) Wow. So, yeah, he's like, nope, bye. So speaking of that, I have a quote from director Henry Selick. Um, So he said, it's as though Tim Burton laid the egg and I sat on it and hatched it. He wasn't involved in a hands-on way, but his hand is in it. It was my job to make it look like a Tim Burton film, which is not so different from my own films. And he said, I don't want to take away from Tim, but he was not in San Francisco when we made it. He came up five times over two years and spent no more than eight or ten days in total. So well, there's a book, right? It's a there's poem a that he wrote. It's a poem, and there's a but there's a book. Of, I don't know. I think there's a book. Well, and so it's with illustrations, like, but I don't know if that came sure. before or after the movie. I think it probably was released after, but the you know, the illustrations he had in his head before all this time. Yeah. And then he and Danny Elfman sat down and wrote the music and then it started to get put together. Like that was the genesis of the script was Danny Elfman writing the songs. So he said of that, that writing the songs was one of the easiest jobs I've ever had. I have a lot in common with Jack Skellington, he says. (laughs) Who said that? Danny Elfman said that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So so I got to tell you all of these guys, um, Henry Selick, I'm going to get the quote wrong, but in this documentary, he's like, I don't know if I could say from the same neighborhood, but Tim Burton and I are definitely from the same planet. Like (laughs) we're, we're from the same place. So in case you, I didn't know this, this Henry Selick uh, directed Coraline and James and the Giant Peach. I just, Hmm. you know, and they reused Jack for a minute and James and the Giant Peach. So if you saw Coraline, which you should. Yes. He definitely, it definitely has that exact vibe. So that is. You should read Coraline and then watch Coraline. You should. And if you're interested, you can Google and it's on YouTube, Tim or Neil Gaiman reading it. And that's very enjoyable too. Yep. Yeah, I play the I play the beginning sometimes for my students when we have a little extra time. And also the mayor is Otho from Beetlejuice. So I thought that <laughs> okay. was I thought that was great. That's good. That's good. Yep, yep, yep. Well Pee-wee's in this, right? Pee-wee's in this too. Um so the original Tim Burton said the original poem was inspired after seeing Halloween merchandise display in a store being taken down and replaced by Christmas display. The juxtaposition of ghouls and goblins with Santa and his reindeer sparked his imagination, which is very interesting to me because you definitely see that. Mm-hmm. In the scenes with the street band, especially inside the town hall, there is a small man inside the base that is based on Danny Elfman. <laughs> 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 and I read that and then I rewatched this documentary and I was like, oh yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're yep. right. Yep. 
Yep. So the sewing machine, Sally uses, has a spider web spinning its web. The web is the thread for the machine, which I liked. There's uh, a lot Jackson, of little stuff like that in these in It's this movie, so I feel good. Like. Yeah. Uh, Jack says, what's this, 18 times. <laughs> and the scene in which Lock, Shock, and Barrel removed their mask was based on season five episode of The Twilight Zone called The Masks, which had a huge impact on Tim Burton as a child. Okay. So those are my fun facts. I That's couldn't fun. get over it can get over Otho. Um, also, I'm just going to jump right into the rewatch, and I'm not. This is not in order, but because I'm thinking of the mayor, and I'll forget to say it later. He has red fingernail polish on. Oh, okay. This is I the first time I noticed that, and viewing 9,852 red yeah, fingernail polish. I I noticed something. So, I, my rewatch for this movie was. I think I texted you like three you weeks did. ago, and said, "How many times do you think I can watch this between now and when we record?" And I think I watched it about. 12 times with varying degrees of attention to it like i'd put it on and be working or put it on and be doing something else but uh, or or just listening what i said this is a a comfort rewatch for me and not to blow up i mean obviously this is obviously we all know what i'm going to say at the end but my kids already (laughs) love this and we watch it constantly but like i have seen the beginning half Many more times than I have seen the end. Half. Oh, yeah. I can because see that. you don't, you know, always keep going necessarily. Well, but here's what I was going to say I watched it uh, last night because I wanted yeah. it to be super fresh. Super and fresh. Super fresh. And I, like, there was, I'll get to it later. Uh, there's something I noticed where I was like, how the shit have I not seen this before yeah. in this movie? Right. It's so obvious. And whatever. I'll, we'll get to that. But, um, that's how I felt about the mayor's red fingernails. <laughs> well, I was going to – so here's the thing with the mayor. In Halloween Town, most of the creatures and critters and people are based on some kind of – I would say most of them are based on some tropey sort of Halloween or sure. scary sure. monster thing. You got a werewolf. You got vampires. You got ghosts. You got you do. the clown. What is the mayor supposed to be? Is so, the mayor okay. just supposed to be two-faced? Is it just a politician no, so, joke? Yes, I don't get but it. It's also, so this is grim. Like some of what you read if you start to research is like that there's discussion about whether some of these things just live here or some of them are were human at some point and died. Mm, mm-hmm. So like the idea would be that Jack would have burned to death and he's a skeleton now and he like that's that idea no he's the pumpkin king he's just the king of Halloween. i agree with you i'm just saying if you go on reddit you could go down an entire nine month rabbit hole um and the (laughs) the thing they say about the mayor and then you give birth to an idea what is i I guess Uh, okay (laughs) Uh, the thing they say about the mayor is that his neck was broken like and that's why it swivels like that oh, okay. and so I don't get there's that. all these people it. assigning i think it's a politician two-face joke it's just a two-face joke yeah i mean and there's like the mask you know there's masked identities type of yeah. tropey characters yeah. so i mean i wouldn't say it's an archetype necessarily as strong as some of the other ones are but okay i have two questions for you okay. number one Great. who is your favorite resident of halloween town oh, not shit. including jack Sure. Or Sally. Sure. Well, okay. I really like the gay vampires, which we can <laughs> But <laughs> so you know, you know, okay, whatever. First of all, I'm kind of gay. Second of all, I fucking love vampires. And I love how they sing in that snakes yeah. and 
always get wrapped up so nice. Like in the, <laughs> like when they, they have their little parasols and when the sun comes, they're like, blow. Yeah. They're doing yeah. drama yeah. arms. And I, yeah. so I really like them quite a bit. I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like they're jock vampires. They're playing hockey. And the they're end. playing hockey with a pumpkin at one point. <laughs> um, listen, just because they're smooching <laughs> each other, that doesn't mean they can't also play hockey. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So vampires, that's your pick. I don't know if that's my final answer, but it's what comes okay. to mind immediately. What about you? I have always really liked the monster thing. It has like three tentacles on its, the top of his yeah. head. And it's the mouth all the way around yeah. with like the stock so in the middle. So you have to watch this documentary because they show that particular guy getting made. Oh, yeah. They oh, show, yeah. They show – well, because part of it is they show the artists and all the armature inside them and putting mm-hmm. the clay and molding the clay together like onto the armature. And they, that's one that they show like kind of in depth. Oh, so you cool. should watch it. I've always liked that guy. Um, I don't know why I like the mouth cool. all the way around or something. For uh, me, my second like, question. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, no, no. I was so, just going to say for me like in terms of characters, like there are certain things that – I love their lines too, like the way they say certain things. Like I really like the Wolfman as a couple of good lines. Um, okay, so anyway, here's my second question: that. Who in Halloween Town best represents Beth? Oh fuck! <laughs> Am I not allowed to pick Sally? Because... You're not allowed. No, again, same thing. You're not allowed to get pick okay, okay, Jack okay, okay, or okay. Sally. <laughs> um, can I? Can I? Can you double doubling down on the, on the game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I checked behind the Cyclops eye. I did. <laughs> yeah, I should have known. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe them. I, you know, and I, I Lock, Lock, Shock, and Barrel. I, I love the little witchy. Mm-hmm. I don't know which is what I don't know, but. I think she's shocked, but I love, I like her too. Shut up! I love her. It's, yeah. That's also Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Incredible. Um, we just drove my children to Pittsburgh, and that's like a three and a half hour drive. And the amount of times that we listened to specifically um, Kidnap a Sandy Claus is a lot mm. of times. And really? yeah, and we do all the voices and the harmonies. <laughs> Wow, I would put that near, near the bottom of my favorite songs in this movie. I think I, they if I had just to rank like all, this, all the music. Yeah, I don't know. They enjoy. They enjoy it. I'm. I have also been learning. I can. I am almost to the point of being able to confidently do Sally's song on the ukulele. See, I would if I didn't give you if I didn't take away Sally. I feel like you would just pick Sally as, as your person in this movie. Would yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, who do who do you pick? Uh so. I have always loved Jack if I could pick Jack, except I can't pick Jack because it's not really me. And I've always really wanted to to be able to do a costume of Jack, but I really don't fit the body type at all of like tall, <laughs> lanky sort of I it just would I, I me as Jack would not look right. I do think though that I could do a great werewolf and I have the I'm same build it. as him, and I, I like. <laughs> I have like the same shirt as him, and yeah, I, I have could, the same shirt. Yep. I like when uh, he doesn't wear pants, though. That might be a little of a problem, but yeah. Oh, he um, you could just do ripped jeans, a la the right. Hulk. I don't think he's wearing pants anyway. He might. Um, 
he's um, yeah, he's but, a good one. Yeah, werewolf. Werewolf is okay. probably. Okay, sure. Sure. <laughs> I like the witches, too, quite yeah, a bit. They're a little bit aggressive, those witches. It's true. It's true. <laughs> they're a little and- bit... A little bit uh, interested in Jack aggressively. You made walls fall, Jack! <laughs> All, right. All right. This is just me singing the whole time. Um, mm-hmm. So I, so to, to go through notes, literally my like fifth note down is I love those gay vampires. <laughs> I just wrote the vampires so, are fun. So I my like big note about the beginning song is I remember every fucking second of this. <laughs> like, yeah. The animated yeah. ghosts, and then the pumpkin splat down. And oh, I love the sound the pumpkin splats. So and the spikes, it's pumpkin so good. that Whoever did the foley work on this movie. It's so good. Yeah. We're both doing um, the motion a lot. We right are. Now. We're d- <laughs> you know what, though, Beth? You know what this movie does that is amazing to me? This what? shit does not waste any time. It's the notes of the opening, and you're into the movie, and you're listening to a song, and zero there's like credits. zero it's oh credits. <laughs> I did not know. I mean, I think I know this and forget this all the time that Patrick Stewart is doing the like monologue. Not in the movie, though. On the soundtrack. On the soundtrack, yes. But I think that's he should have been in the movie. Longer now than it seems, or perhaps. Yeah, it should have been him in the movie. Your dreams. (laughs) Well, we listen to the soundtrack a lot in my house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's yeah. good on it. it um, yeah. Also, if if you are confronted with a forest of holiday, oh yeah, that was tree nice trunks. Thing. Of course, you're going to go through the Halloween door first. Sure, but if wow. you come, if you're coming out of the house, like you, he knows what's in there. Oh, I meant at the beginning of the movie. We go, oh, we go sure, down sure. and into the Halloween door. Right. Of course, you would. But like, I, I. So here's another question for you. Uh, I'm sort of just skipping the whole rewatch thing because I'm assuming we can talk about yeah, <laughs> like yeah. other questions. Um, I, I'm, I'm really conflicted about this because part of me thinks, man, it'd be super cool if there was like spinoff stuff to Nightmare Before Christmas where we explored the other holiday doors that we never get to sure. ex- experience. Sure. But then I'm like, no, that'd probably just be shitty and ruin what this is. I don't yeah. know. Like part of me is like, I want to see... I guess it's always me wanting to see Jack explore other doors. Like, I don't want to see the Easter Bunny having an adventure in, like, Turkey Town or whatever the hell. Oh, he looks terrible. Turkey Town! (laughs) Jesus, let's not talk about how problematic that shit would be. (laughs) Turkey Town. Yeah, and then there's Fireworks Door, which fuck right off. So, I don't want any part of any of that. Yeah, I guess they picked, yeah. Well, and this is the thing. Here's why it wouldn't be good because you just want to hang out in Halloween Town, and the second yeah, best true. option, as far as holidays go, is Christmas. So like, I don't know. St. Patrick's Day could be pretty fun. <laughs> I've just never been into that. Uh, okay. Um, because I'm not fun, and I'm Italian. I don't know. Um. So, <laughs> <laughs> I just have my notes. I really like the hanging tree. How it like? I do too. I wrote that too. Background. Yes, he's got a good voice too. Mm-hmm. Before that, though, here's so I just recently, just this year, showed this to my son for the first time. Okay. We had not watched it before, and he's older than your kids. Yep. And I was always well, my worried because they're my kids. So, <laughs> well, he likes scary stuff too. He likes Halloween stuff too. But I was always worried specifically about the opening song. 
And there are three moments in the opening song that I was specifically worried about that would be especially creepy. (laughs) Well, one is the clown with the tearaway face, which I read something about that that was originally supposed to have like a gross face underneath. And they're like, no, that's too scary. In the storyboards, it does. Yeah. And let's just make it empty. (laughs) So the clown with the tearaway face is one. The and then the two earlier than that are the monster under the bed and the monster yeah. under the stairs. Yeah. And uh, so I showed it to him this year. He is six, and he had absolutely no problem with any of it. My kids <laughs> just say that shit right. about it. Yep. And he was, I was like, "Are you scared? Is this too scary?" He's like, "No, this is awesome." I was like, "Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. we're we're on the same page. That works." Like, yeah. And he has yeah. decided now. We were not in time for it, but now he has decided next year's Halloween costume. He, he wants to be Jack. So perfect perfect right uh, but yeah that this is those were i think out of this I'm whole saying, movie my daughter has the sally dress i'm just saying nice okay and <laughs> and your other daughter is has a zero costume oh no she's she hmm. yeah. i don't know what she would be she's ridiculous <laughs> that one she's only maleficent <laughs> oh okay yeah so i th- those were th- like out of this whole movie i feel like the monster under the bed, the monster under the stairs, and the clown with the tearaway face in the opening song are the most scary parts of this movie. Is there any scarier part of this movie? Um, Maybe Oogie Boogie at the very maybe, end. Maybe. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't think... I think, too, the reason that they're not scary in the beginning is that we're getting introduced to them, like they're our friends so that's true even though they're doing their own little scary thing it's sort of like yeah this In is my this fa- town oh. we call home yeah they're all fun like Everyone they're having a good time song. yeah 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 uh if you want some depressing time go to common sense media which normally i use and read the reviews, the parental reviews on Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm not going to do that at all. Yeah, it's kind of, I was like, I just want to check it out and see what people say. I didn't use it right. to make my decision, but there's a, it's like, it's really split between people who are like, this is inappropriate for anyone under age 16. And, <laughs> and then people are like, I showed this to my one-year-old and we thought it was awesome. <laughs> well, right. So I showed it to my kids probably early but I start out with stuff like this with just so- – everything starts out with songs at my house because it's always music and it's always yeah. like, yeah. you know, the echo playing songs. And so the songs would come out and they would sing to it and then I would maybe just show them that particular part on YouTube or something instead of showing mm-hmm. them the whole movie. And then they would kind of get, you know, used to the idea of it. Yeah. So that's kind of how I went. Um, Who do you think is the think- scariest person in Halloween Town? Um, I, I don't know, scariest. I really like the big guy with the hatchet in his head. (laughs) (laughs) And he pulls his tongue out like a lobster, huge and a red, and he pulls his tongue out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I love his little, like, vacant, spinny eyes. Um, the, like, I like the little back guy that walks on his wings. Mm -hmm. I like the, there's, like... The ma, like the big fat mom and the little kid with the spitty hat, like they like with the chain or leash or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is creepy, but yeah, I don't know. I think the creepiest person in this is the not the clown with the tearaway face on the unicycle, but like 
the other clown that's just bald and sort of blue with the big nose and is like oh, the boozer yeah. clown. Yeah. 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 So one of my notes here in the beginning, and I think it might have been when it was those guys talking, is I just like to imagine the villagers' lives. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The goo- no, 100%. like the goo monster and the split head guy. Like they chill with the werewolf. Like they go yep. down to get a drink together. Like I just like imagining they obviously mm-hmm. all and that like I think why it's so in- it's so rich. Like all of yes, these little. It is. villagers and people like you see them throughout you see them like grow and learn and like it just i don't know man um dr fink uh the doctor Mm -hmm. uh, so he's dr finkelstein but he's not he's like not listed as that at the beginning he's a creep i mean he's a creep i don't quite understand him but he's a creep yeah, and he's so presented like, as like I, I don't know. He's part of Halloween Town, right? And Jack goes yeah. to him and gets stuff because he's a mad scientist. He's the mad scientist trope, right? But he's also definitely he's got a whole subplot of like building a companion that just sort of happens in the side, which is another cool complex layer to this movie. Like, right? It's just a whole other little thing that's happening with Sally and him that's sort of not really connected to the main plot of this movie but it's just happened like they're going in line for when jack is assigning christmas duties and right, sally has right. to hide as he's being called yeah. out. And it's just like this little detail where it's not really part of the main plot of this movie but it's this cool like side plot that happens with him well know. and it informs sally's life and yeah. her perspective oh, yeah. like is that she was created by this guy and he's like weirdly you know, wants to control her, but he gave her free will, which is a real conundrum. So, like, <laughs> yeah, he fixes that. <laughs> right, 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 right. He does, which is also creepy, but. Right, yeah. Um, so then my next note is just, uh, Jack's Lament. Like, oh, I God. cannot. This is, the, this is my favorite song in the whole thing. So I cannot. I think 10 year old me, like, literally in my notes, I just wrote sigh with a thousand H's and the heart eye emoji, like, six times. <laughs> yeah. I feel that, like, 10, 11-year-old me fell in love at that moment and, like, never came out of it. Like, I, <laughs> like yeah. against, against the moon and the dog yep. and the, the little That shot the little with, against the moon. Oh, the hell. Like, yes. I'm uh, okay. So good. Mm-hmm. I'm a little in love with Jack, I think. Yes, how can you know me? Yeah. And like the every like oh, how incredible is Danny Elfman and his voice and like mm-hmm. what an incredible match Chris Sarandon is for the speaking voice. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was the other way around, right? Didn't they mm-hmm. have him as a speaking voice first and then they was like Oh, Danny Elfman is close, and we'll just have him do it. No, no, it, it's the opposite. Danny Elfman oh, wrote really? songs, and yeah. I, think, I think it was always meant to be him. I had read that they cast Sarandon because he sounded like Elfman singing. Voice, oh, but I thought it was I the other way around. It, I only read it one spot, so I could be, you know, I think he sounds incredible. He does um, absolutely, absolutely. Like, and Jack's absolutely. Lament is my favorite song in the whole thing. I also think here's here's a question for you, which I looked for this and I didn't find it. Every time I hear this, maybe since I've watched this since high school, I think that his lament has some very shades of I am a the model of a modern major general. <laughs> like 
when he says like uh what is the line something about my recitations recitations like yes it sounds like it to me every time now i hear i hear pirates of penzance you're not uh, right in not this song. That, that i'm gonna hear <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to figure out like is this on purpose or not and i think it's not it's just me maybe but it just sounds like that right I love that um, I'm the master of fright and a demon of light. Like, it's such yeah. a cool song. Oh, uh, cool it's so good. No edible, no man. It's so good. So this Since is I am dead, good. I can take off my head. My son loved that line, by the way. Oh, that that was funny. Yeah. That's his thing. So Fury my recitations. <laughs> That's what it is, yeah. And like, you know, the little dot. Oh, it's so good. I love Zero. Yeah, Zero. My kid's thing, my kid is an empath through and through. And she, one of the things that she does when we watch a new thing, we have to watch it 8,000 times. And she really wants to talk with me about the character's feelings and like their motivations. And so every night at dinner for the past like month, she has asked me why Jack is sick of Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you're like, I don't know. Who would ever be? Well, and this is the thing. So like after a long day of doing all the things and making dinner and then I'm trying to teach my three and five-year-olds how to have like a nice conversation at the dinner mm-hmm. table. And so then – and I'm so tired, but I'm trying so hard. And then – my kid is like, how come Jack sings this song and why is he sad? And I'm like, well, buddy, maybe he's a little boy. Like, I'm trying to explain. I try to talk to my kids like they're real people, but I'm also trying to explain mm-hmm. my opinion on this kid, you know, whatever, in a way that she can understand. Well, why is he sick of Halloween? Well, what does he want? Well, blah, blah, blah. And like she – her thing is that she'll continue to ask me the same couple questions for mm-hmm. like several days in a row because she's trying to like – put her wrap her mind around it so it's yeah. really gotten me thinking about the characters <laughs> and the storyline and what we're what what story we're really telling and what the moral the stuff like because my kid keeps asking me <laughs> yeah um but the best thing about this whole thing to me is sally watching him and mm-hmm. then just like I know how you feel, and just because like because you were oh. Sally, you were putting yes. yourself in Sally, yes. and you're like yes. watching Jack. Yes, like, absolutely. I, and then maybe at the end we'll smooch, like with the longest arms <laughs> on it. <So>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Zero is the perfect blankie design. By the way, he's so uh, good. I have a stuffed Zero, and in the Halloween season, he um, moves around the house to new locations when the kids are not here, so that when nice. they come home. That's awesome. Um, And he is very spooky. Do you know when you have a baby and there's a hospital blanket that every kid is wrapped in? It's like pink and blue stripes. We should replace that with zero blankets. Every Uh, kid should just be wrapped in a zero blanket. That's like the style of stuffed animal for kids is just the plushy head with with the blanket body. Yeah, absolutely. And that's totally what zero. Mm -hmm. I completely agree with you. The next part is like between Sally and the doctor and she like gets away by like undoing her arm. And I just like <laughs> the arm waves at her like, Hey girl. Like, yeah. Yep. I, that like all the detail that happens, like in the arm, she's like hitting him on the head with the arm and like, uh-huh. you know, it makes a great noise. It makes like a dodgeball noise. <laughs> I just love like the disembodied like movements. And I like when she sees, he's like, you had to come back for this. And their hands like, Hey girl, sorry. Yeah. Like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> like I just love it and like knowing that it took them so much effort to do every little movement 
and like mm-hmm. seeing the depth of all those movements. Oh, it's yeah. just it's crazy. Um yeah. it's just crazy. I like the scream doorbell and like the mayor is like hubbing and then <laughs> Oh, so let's talk about the fucking mayor for a second even more. His okay. smiley face is fucking creepier than I remembered. The swirly eye, like Oh yeah, he's got different two different eyes. Yeah. One of them is swirly. Like, why did I not? Because again, <laughs> I'm watching much closer for yeah. the purposes of taking these notes than I have. And I have it's been on a million times and the kids have watched it and they sing it and they ask for it and blah blah blah. I don't think I looked at his face in a long time. And I was like, that's fucking <laughs> awful. Well, he's very du- I mean, I wonder if part of the thing of him is like a doll sort of. He's got, he even has, so he's got his mouth, right? Yeah. But there's like a line of cutout around his mouth, like a larger section, like like you could change his mouth out or yeah, something. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I do yeah. like how his, his um what is it, a spider tie? Is he oh, a yeah. spider tie? Yes. So there's the whole, <laughs> and it's then funny. It bites him. <laughs> in this documentary, I watched them act that out. And that while they were talking about how they wanted to illustrate it, like they would always mm. get up and do these acts. So he's like, so he's got the thing and he's holding it over to listen. But then, oh, wait, there's something in it. And then it's the tie. And then they, sh- it's just so, it was so yeah. cool to watch. Um, I'll put the link. Like he has that tie on the whole time, the whole movie long. He has that tie on, and yeah. then all of a sudden, it's like a live spider in his listening cone thing. Yeah. Yeah. So much detail. Um, so I also like in this scene when he's like, "Jack, there's only 365 days till next <laughs> Halloween," and the Wolfman goes, "364." Yeah, yeah, that's, that's me. I'm the Wolfman. That's one of those things that I think of all the fucking time apropos of nothing. Like whenever Mm -hmm. someone's like, oh, we better get going. We only have so much time. And my brain goes 364. (laughs) That's just one of those dumb things that goes on in my head a lot. Yep. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm going to elect an official here. I can't make decisions by myself. I can't make decisions. By myself. So the scene where Jack's in the forest and he's coming up to the doorknob, like the reflection of that yeah, was like so much super detail. complex and so detailed. Like that was one of the things too. And you notice it when you're watching it, but then when you really think about it, there's tons of like sweeping camera movements especially during the songs and there's tons of like big seamless shots and there's tons of like weird angles of the camera around stuff that's just like i don't know man it's incredible um the sun is a jack-o'-lantern is pretty good like when he's walking through the forest the sun the jack-o'-lantern which i think maybe is one of those things i forget about and then re-notice yeah the clockwork polar bear i was like, I don't know that I noticed that that was clockwork before. <laughs> when he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love how glittery the snow is, and I love the little puffs. <laughs> I love the puffs from the train. The, the train, yes. Every it's time so I watch them, I'm like, how they do the puffs? The puffs, how yeah. they do that? Yeah, yeah. And then just like every delivery of every secure inside the dreamland, like it's just of, so of Danny Elfman. Yes, yeah, yes, so yes. Um, this is in my notes where I notice that the mayor has red nail polish, which is important. Um, oh, okay. I don't know, yeah, man. The, it just the alarm, me. the wind up cat alarm. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, um, I'm impressed. We're we're through like past like what is uh, what's this? Yeah, what's this and all that. Sally is a, is damn clever. Like the she's, spoon trick. The spoon trick. That's yeah. pretty good. She's clever. Yeah. I, she's clever in her escape uh, when she like throws herself out the window and she's planned that whole thing out and then she has like yeah. the thread and she's clever. She's good at this. I don't know. She's so good. My kid calls the doctor a duck robot. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. She's yeah. like, why is that duck robot mad? And I'm like, well. <laughs> yep. How, when she's standing up in the tower and she's going to jump and you like, you're for a second, the first time you're watching it, you're like, is she going to plummet? And then you're like, oh, but she's fine. Like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so good. Uh, what's your favorite experiment that Jack does with the Christmas stuff? Oh, I wrote a scientific method. So I, first of all, I like that he has a Mary <laughs> Poppins bag of science stuff. Yes, yes, he does. Why? Like he opens it and it's all uh-huh. inside and all set up. So then, I, yeah, science science montage. So there's only one right answer. Oh well, I don't. I'm not going to say it. I know I'm not going to get it right. <laughs> the I old, like the, when he does what. Go ahead. No, I, only I like when he's trying to do a snowflake and it's the spider. Yes, that's the oh, right answer. I love his reaction. He's like, oh, fuck. he's like, oh, yes. <laughs> I love I, it. Like, the, when he I cuts the spider him. out, that's the best one. Yeah. He doesn't have eyebrows, but his like eye cavities move in such yes. a way. It's so good. Yes. And he sees it and he's just like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the I, best You one. know, it's so good. Yeah. And I love she makes that basket and it's got a butterfly uh-huh. drink and everybody's favorite, a fishbone. And mm-hmm. like. <laughs> I want to point know. out. Uh, that his library is another library that has a fucking ladder on wheels. And we only talked about that in a, in a Patreon, I think. Did we talk? Oh yeah. We talked about it. And, um, but there, I have feel like there needs to be more library. Like I need to have, uh, I need to just buy a ladder and put some wheels on it for in my library. Well, for sure. We could utilize that because I'm short. So (laughs) it would probably die, but, I feel like that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make to have I'm a life with. <laughs> Most I of can't imagine. Are oh, taller God. than me, so. Um, so <laughs> Sally has that vision, and then something's up with Jack. Something's up with Jack, and the yeah, second yeah. The, again, vampires. the vampires, <laughs> they have their little like umbrellas, and they're like, "Blah, the sun," and I uh, just yeah. love them. Yeah. I love them very much. I think it's amazing we're this far into this movie, and we haven't even really even started. This is like where Black Shock and Barrel show up. Oh, and yeah. this is the start of like the conflict with them and Oogie Boogie and that right, whole thing. Right. And we're already like halfway through this movie and that hasn't even started yet. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. We're all like, I'm super invested in what's oh, happening. I like, would <laughs> literally just watch a day in the life of these people. <laughs> yes. yes. So he's singing that whole song. And one of my favorite, again, his deliveries are just so beautiful, but I love like music drifting in the air, invisible mm-hmm. but everywhere. It's so good. It's just yeah. so pretty. Um, and Zero is trying to tell him who he is in this moment. Zero brings him the picture of him as the Pumpkin King. And yes. he's like, yeah. no. I and, do enjoy um, the was, earlier on we have Zero like in the little doggy bed holding onto a candy cane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he, he's decorated 
everything in his room. Oh, he's such a good boy. He is such a good boy. Yeah. So then we get kidnapped by Sandy Claus. I don't know. I like. I like them. Yeah. I like that little song. Jack says we should work together. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And like, let's talk about how amazing Catherine O'Hara is for a minute. Like, yeah. She is so incredible. Oh, we already talked about her and how much I'm in love with her during the Home Alone episode, so you can go back and listen to that. But, like, also, she's incredible, and I love that she goes from this little witchy voice to Sally's song, which is, like, super, like, high-pitched and lovely and, like, like sweet. And then I think about now when I think about Shit's Creek. Have you watched that? Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, oh, Danny boy. Like, <laughs> I fucking love her. She's a national treasure. I love her. I love yes, her. Yes, so she much. is. I love this movie. She I love is. everything about her. Yeah, we get like a sneak peek of Oogie Boogie here. Yeah, we don't even like see him until the end. We the just see a shadow. Has, the yeah. tub has people feet. What? The tub that Lock, Shack, and Barrel Oh, has people, has people feet. feet. Oh, the tubs have feet. Tubs but did they have a clawfoot? Like clawfoot. Eh, no. Like a clawfoot tub, right? Yeah. Yeah, but those are claws. This is like. Uh, yeah. Well, whatever. I hate it. Uh, Easter Bunny is gross looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Here's my other question for you. Uh, Jack's trying to show the trio uh, musicians how to play. Um, oh, Jingle, jingle Bells. bells. Yep. Wah, did wah, you ever, wah. as a kid, did you ever do pumpkin carols? Is this a thing that you remember doing? Pumpkin carols? No. Like the pumpkin, there's a pumpkin carol thing. There's like actual Halloween songs or whatever. But uh, we learned, so I was in band and we would do with my band teacher, we would do pumpkin carols, which is just where you take any old song, but especially Christmas songs, and add two flats to it and then play oh, it. Sure. Sure. Okay, and that it, makes sense. And it's not actually a minor, but it like it's close, and it just sure. sounds wrong, right? Yeah. Uh, and and we would frequently just do like around Halloween time. I don't know. Maybe he liked Halloween a lot too. But uh, we around Halloween time we would start. Maybe we were working on like Christmas music for well, the Christmas know, concert, right? You know but, how when you are especially in high school, you start working on the Christmas concert in like September. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's probably um, just like, oh, it's near Halloween. Let's just play this thing we were playing anyway. But everybody add two flats to it. And let's make it well, and that's a good exercise. I always enjoyed that. That was my that's favorite. That's a good exercise as a musician to right. think about it like that. And so, yeah. Oh, I love that. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, no, I, what I thought you were going to say was every time I see anything I can make noise on, do I try to play songs I know? And the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, my children have been gifted slash own like multiple super shitty dollar store xylophones and they oh, don't okay. have, but they, because they're shitty dollar store ones, they don't have like the full scale or they're like in a weird, yeah, they're always whatever. kind of frustrating a little bit. So yeah. You can't play all the things that you want to play because you'll be like, well, I should be able to do concerning hobbits or I should be able to do like the Harry Potter. <laughs> and then you can't because you're missing, you know, like you need to just melt those things together. Like concerning hobbits and the Harry Potter. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all, all your do- dollar store. But then they the- just be all the same scale or whatever. They all have, they could, don't have right, the same. I could take all of those and make one scale potentially. Make just one I mean, Franken I could just buy- xylophone. I could probably just buy us a fucking keyboard, but yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
Anyway, I like when he's trying to scare Lockshock and Barrel to do it right. And yes, so I wrote this too. Well, because yes, he's so nice, too. right? Like he's really he kind, is so nice. and sweet, but he's obviously the Pumpkin King, like for a reason. You know, here's what I wrote. I, I think there's definitely a kind of hard edge to Jack that we really only get hints of through this movie. We get a yeah. hint of it here. He makes his face to <laughs> to the to Lockshock and Barrel, and then we get a sort of a hint of it with Oogie at the end. Oogie's I think that's super cool. Yeah, Oogie is terrified of Jack, he's and terrified. I feel like we don't ever really see why. Like, there's the but, whole like, other Jack movie. Jack has this power. Yeah. There's what? There's a whole there's other, a whole other like, movie. movie there, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think Jack, like, as the Pumpkin King, he has... And you get sort of a sense of it when he sings in the cemetery yes, after he's been yes. shot down. I like Jack, the Pumpkin <laughs> King. Yes, 100%. <laughs> like, I oh, want to so see fun. Jack... In his power, like in his in his glory yeah, or whatever. That's yeah, yeah, I, yeah. He's, there's something there. Like this is the the soft Jack that we're seeing right. most of this movie. But yeah, making Christmas. All of that making Christmas this time. I sing that every time I read presents. Making Christmas. <laughs> um, because, because you're making know, your presents are like. <laughs> Um, the day after Thanksgiving, I take down oh. all of fall and I put up Christmas stuff and like a little asshole to myself, I sing, making Christmas. Yeah. So and Buzz House just looks like <laughs> Halloween Town just trying to make Christmas. Right now There's, there's like <laughs> bloody, bloody Rice Krispie treats and... <laughs> Um, every inch of my house has some fall bullshit in it right now. <laughs> I love, so in general, I love seasonal decorating, like I'm into it and I love Halloween so much. And yeah. 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 Did you see, I, oh man, this is like just me talking to you now and not like we're on a podcast, but I took a thrift <laughs> painting and I painted it to be spooky. And I, I did see it. It was pretty so great. Much. Yeah. Um, if I remember, I'll post it. It's so spooky and it, it turned out so much better than I thought it was going to. <laughs> it's real good. Anyway, all the spooky things. I all the spooky I, things. I love the little interplay between Lockshock and Barrel. <laughs> You're so stupid. Think now. <laughs> I just love them. Yeah, and I love I love the little townsfolk getting all excited for making Christmas, and they're like doing and it's, all and it's things. horrible. <laughs> like, oh, it's dreadful. But yeah. I like try something pleasant, something fresher. Like <laughs> my compliments from me to you on this your most inspiring hat. Like, there's just yeah. so many yeah. good. I, I know, so am a things. genius. <laughs> Yep, Don't they I love be that guy. impressed? I am a genius. Snake sent mice get wrapped up so nice. You're like, just back on the vampires now. I am. I am so like, even the little kids, and just like the other thing is, they all have such, they have very specific little voices and little things that they like. Mm-hmm. And in all of those ensemble songs, like at the beginning and here and then later, like Jack's Okay, like all those songs. They all have their own little, like, they're all involved. They float through the scenes and they're all, like, it's so interwoven. Like, it's just so fucking well done. Yes. Yeah. So Sally tries to tell him he doesn't listen to her. He's doing she some makes... hard, like, mansplaining in this scene. Oh, I don't, yeah. He, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, no, you're, no, it's going to be fine, Sally. Like. He's he's That's obviously thinking she's talking about the costume, right, right? Right? Yeah. 
but uh well and she doesn't make herself heard because she's been alive for like what six weeks like how long has she been like we don't know how long she's even been created for yeah so she makes the fog, but then little Zero's knows a goal. Saves Zero the day. To the rescue. Or... So this is one of the things that took me a thousand views of this movie to notice. I never even noticed that his nose is actually it's a jack-o'-lantern. For a, this is not the thing I saw last night, uh, but this sure. is one of the things that took me a super long time to notice. I thought he just had like an orange nose. I never sure. noticed that it was it's it's a tiny really little jack-o'-lantern. Um, oh, yeah, it's so cute. No. That took me so long. And then we get to Sally's Lament. Poor Sally. I also love the little trio, the band trio that are just like around. Hey, Bone Daddy. Like, and then, then, like, once it's Christmas, they have hats on. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I just love it. I love she's so sad and so pretty. And, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's one of my dream, like, Halloween costumes to do her someday. That'd be good. I, Good I just like her facial expressions and the blinking and her eyes like it's just so well done and it just evokes so much like i just think it's so good yeah um i agree so oh also we think about the way sally walks she has tiny little feet yeah uh she's very wobbly and i think she is uh, dare i say this she's maybe the least well animated thing in this movie so okay so i agree and i had read i'd read all of this stuff about it because they originally were like well she's like a rag doll we want to have her like really shamble around a little because because like she's not supposed to like know how you know like walking is hard or whatever and then they were like oh no she looks drunk like we can't we have to have uh, her be smoother. And so I read all this, but then I'm like, bro, she still looks a little drunk. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, Paul just sent me a picture of a really good Sally. I Yeah, I follow this cosplayer on some social media thing, maybe Twitter, and that she posted this uh, yeah, that's a really image good of herself doing Sally. as a really good I Sally. just, at the thrift shop the other day, I bought my daughter um, Sally's dress, but it's an actual, it's not a costume. It's like an actual dress. It just has the pattern. Oh, she cool. was really excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to do that as a costume someday. But yeah. the question is whether you go like blue, blue skin paint. Cause that's a lot. That's a lot. This is it's a, lot. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole lot. So anyway, <laughs> this is the part where I stop watching it because it's sad now. Because <laughs> Jack, like Jack is trying so hard and he's so excited and he wants to do the he thing is. and he thinks it's going so well and he's scaring the absolute bejesus out of. I love Everybody. the monster wreath. Oh, the monster wreath oh! is my favorite. Oh, me too. So you like you see like the silhouette of a person who is the most realistic human out of any <laughs> character in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And you see him creep in the window. He puts the wreath and then it turns into a scary monster. And then for a split jump cut later, they jump back to it. And it's yep. yeah, and it's like, yeah, like it's horrible. Like yep. arms at her. Yep. Yeah, the bats on the tree. I really like the snake is eating the tree. I love the, the snake. I like the snake. Too. Yeah. Like it's a Beetlejuice snake, right? And it's eating the yes, tree. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah. It's like, and I just feel like the way all this is done, because they're giving us a lot of this story in like a super quick amount of time. Like all of mm-hmm. this is happening, and they're showing us a lot. And I thought the editing here was really yeah. good. 
Um, yeah. So, but like, okay, so in this world, obviously Santa is real. And like, they know he's real. The police are like, oh my know, God, like, Santa's not here. And then you are yeah. like, oh no, Santa. So that makes me wonder if they know who Jack is. Oh, uh, well, but like, there's no, it if you think of holidays. Right. Yeah. I did read someone asking this year, like, hey, I'm thinking about showing Nightmare Before Christmas to my kids. Is this going to make them question their belief in Santa? And like, I think no. Um, We don't really do the Santa thing. Yeah, my kids didn't think about it one way or the other, honestly. But I don't, if anything, it like more reinforces that Santa's a thing. Like the people in the movie, the the actual humans in the human world in this movie are like, oh my God, Santa is not here right. showing up and doing stuff i don't know absolutely and then i that was my next note is like i never watched this far but i like how it's like old-timey police and news and there's like actual like phones <laughs> like yeah the police department is just one guy on six phones on saying we'll be there eventually <laughs> it's a full moon on christmas eve in this uh around christmas in this movie um the last mm-hmm. time that happened realize your here's your moon fun fact hour with beth uh the last mm-hmm. time that happened was 2015 and the next time that's going to happen is 2034 which is when my, oh. my daughter graduates <laughs> nice yeah nice i think poor jack uh, the song he sings oh, in the cemetery yeah. is like that's the only other contender i have for best song like this is halloween is the song that i always it's like the go-to right. song from this movie but poor jack and uh jack's lament are just Oh God, I love that he is, he's so down. What have I done? He's laying on the arms of the angel in the cemetery. And he like, he talks about hiding from everyone. Like, I'm just going to go in a cave. I messed this all up. And then he's like, fuck no, what the heck? I'm the pumpkin king. Like, I'm just going to do this better than ever. That's exactly what I wrote. Like, he goes through so many emotions in this one song. Like, defeat, then he gets defensive, and then he's angry, and then he's, Mm -hmm. like, cheerful. And then, yeah. Pumpkin king. I love that. That's so cool. the pumpkin king like it's yep. so good and then he realizes shit i gotta go save christmas <laughs> yeah yeah so he pieces out and i like how sally tries to trick oogie with just her leg <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. like for whom for whom does that work i don't know but yes yes that went above my son's head that was like oh there's a leg over there i guess it's distracting but it, obviously it's supposed to be sort of a sexy right. thing but yeah I thought this was so cool. Like, also Sandy, Sandy Claus, tiny kicky feet when they're on the like. <laughs> Sandy <laughs> so Claus big. has some weird. He's weirdly proportioned. He's got some really weird dimensions too. But like Sally has little feet, but then he's got like little toothpick feet. You don't have claws at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I like the card knives. That whole thing where they're fighting the two of them. Mm-hmm. It's very. Beetlejuice feeling to me like this yeah. it reminds me of a Beetlejuice when he makes like the like fake game show and he turns into the thing with the arms like it reminds me of oh that. yeah yeah okay because the lighting and the sounds like it's casino-y type of feeling so here's where the thing I noticed the first time ever oh. last night right before they're fighting Sally and Santa are on the like table table yep. thing the tilty table yeah. And Oogie's rolling the dice to, like, crank it up to dump them in the lava? Yeah. Whatever that is. It's the soup. Soup? It's Snake and Spider soup. Oh, okay. And <laughs> Oogie is talking about rolling the dice. Mm-hmm. And behind him on the wall, you can see Jack 
crawling down the oh, wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like a spider. Like a spider. Yeah. Crawling mm-hmm. down from like the opening into this under place where Oogie is. And I had never noticed that that was Jack yeah. before ever in 10,000 yeah. views of this movie. Uh, and I was like, I had to back it up. I was like, wait, what was that thing on the wall? And I backed it up. Right. And I was like, shit, that's Jack sneaking in. Like yeah, I had yeah. never, ever seen it before last night. And I was like, are you kidding me? How have I never noticed this before? Yeah. And a lot I, of his movements throughout, like when he's creeping from gravestone to gravestone, like he does make some spidery type of movements. Like he's obviously mm-hmm. capable of that. And yet it doesn't seem skeevy and gross. Like somehow, mm-hmm. like he, he tugs him right apart and all of his gross bug guts come out. I love the fact that there's no, there's Jack is such a badass that he's like, I'm going to undo you with this single string. It's such like a, a fairy tale oh, fable like, sort of ending to Oogie. Like, I'm just going to pull this one string and, and you're done. And, and Jack, yeah. like, that's he so doesn't crazy. have to have a whole speech about it. It just happens. Like, no. it's so, no. Um, but then they do, we do our like Who Framed Roger Rabbit vocal impression when all those little bugs are yelling. <laughs> Nick gets hot. Yeah. It's super hot. I hate it. I hate it. Um, mm. In case anyone's wondering. <laughs> and then Santa pieces the fuck out because he's got to go do Christmas double time. Yep. And Lockshock and Barrel are trying to redeem themselves and they bring the mayor mm-hmm. like, oh, it's Jack. He's fine. Everything's fine. You didn't do yep. the wrong thing. Yep. Well. And then I love, I love that song that the little ta- the townspeople sing. Like, I think they do a really good, Jack is back. He's okay. Hooray, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's short, but everyone has their, and then it like changes. Like if you listen to it, because then it goes back to that more Christmassy sounding, like Jack mm-hmm. is back now, everyone cheer. Like it just, and they, there's something about the way it switches, like from major key to minor key, like just in even then that one song, but throughout, like that I just think is really like when it's done, it's like really masterful. And then it snows on them and they're all excited and and it's super cute. And then they smooch on the hill. You have to and sit together now and forever, for it is plain as anyone can see. Oh, we're simply meant, simply to, meant be. to be. And then that's a minor or a major chord too. We're simply meant to be. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, it's so uh, good. And then uh, the weird so arms good. wrap around her. Yeah, they're super long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we could have done something about that. Yeah. I sit beside you. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, I love them very much. It's very romantic to me. Um, okay. I feel like I love this Last movie. question. <laughs> Last question, Beth. Okay. I stick with the vampires, a- by the way. What? I stick with the vampires. Okay. Now Is this a Halloween them. movie or a Christmas movie? Oh, you fucking know the answer to this. It's a Halloween movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fuck right off. So, I feel like it's both, and I'm going to show it at both times. I'm going to show it. I'm going to screen I, it for my son at both times. I never need an excuse to show this, and I would no, happily show no. it. I would this happily show it. It's an Easter movie. It. It's got the Easter bunny in it. We could show it Absolutely. around Easter time. Arbor yeah. Day. You know. <laughs> Earth Day. Earth Day. Anytime. Uh, I, well, like I said, I sing Making Christmas when I put the Christmas mm-hmm. stuff up. I sing it when I wrap the presents. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but it just overall, I think the pervasive feeling of it is the spookier Halloween yeah. feeling oh, yeah. for, me, yeah. for me. And I think probably for most people, but 
Um, it's funny because I have two stemless wine glasses that have Jack and Sally on them, and they are Christmas glasses. They're like mm-hmm. in a wreath that he's wearing mm. the Santa hat. And I bring, I have them packed away with my Christmas stuff and not my Halloween yeah. stuff. Oh, it I happens have, at Christmas. This movie takes happens, place on Christmas. Or right. And towards Christmas. That, that, like, so I feel like I have seen swag and stuff that's like obviously very Halloween-y, but then they do mm-hmm. put out at Christmas time, you know, yeah. them looking yeah. Christmas. I have a Jack um, votive holder that's his ceramic face, and you put the candle behind it so it like shines through his like eyes and nose. It's, oh, nice! I mean, it's up all year round at my house, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> without saying, it's on the Stephen King bookshelf. Uh, <laughs> but you know the have you seen those like twelve foot tall skeletons that you get for yeah. your yard or whatever? I see. I want a twelve foot tall Jack, not a skeleton necessarily, but a Jack. How about like I feel like, yeah, yeah. Even like an eight or ten, like a like because he's taller. He's just taller than everybody. He's just you know. Yeah. I would for sure put that on my lawn. There's a Jack Skellington in my neighborhood. We've been walking around in the evenings looking at all the decorations. Like a big tall one. Um. There's one where he's sitting. One street over, he's sitting in the, like in the um hedges. He's like sitting on top. Like. Oh. Okay. And then there's another one where he's kind of a blow up thing. So there's more than one Jack in my neighborhood right now. <laughs> uh, Beth, is this in your canon? Oh, gee, I don't know. That's a tough one. <laughs> uh, considering that my kids asked to put it on more than I, you know, like not more yep. than I want to, but they ask for it independently on their own now. So I feel like I'm doing great or yeah. terribly. I don't know. <laughs> but One of um, the two. I think it's incredible. I love it. I think it holds up. I was pleased to see upon watching it for this episode, like I said, really focusing on it and watching it and not just listening to the songs that I like, but really watching the film. Like it's still super enjoyable and super watchable. Oh, hundred percent. This is in my canon, obviously too. I've already, it's, it's now this year I have shown it to my son for the first time. And I'm pretty sure this is now a tradition that, Regardless of what else, ever else we watch it, it's going to be like this is what we watch every, you know, right. October that we get close to Halloween, and this is going to be our thing that we watch. So, right, it's so good, it's so good. Jack in front of the moon on the uh, tentacle hill. What do you call that hill? The, the I tenac- always call this a hill, but I mean, ten- whatever hill it is, trying, the tentacle trying hill. Trying to make an portmanteau. <laughs> no, <laughs> the tentacle. That doesn't sound right. Sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they just uh, and I could listen to Jack's lament and poor Jack over and over on repeat forever. See, that's funny because for me, Jack's lament it's well done and it's beautiful, but I don't. That's not one I usually pick to re-listen to because no, oh, God, and, I, I mean it's super well performed and it's a beautiful song, but like. You know, for like again, for my purposes of tiny people singing in the kitchen dance party, um, <laughs> we go to Napa Sandy Claus, and like they're getting there, yeah. they're getting there, yeah, they're yeah. getting there with the words. They know all the words to um, <laughs> the, the opening. You know, this is how it like that one. So yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> but it's so fun to sing along with. Yeah. 
so good. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. What's the stuff I say here? Thanks to Joe Costanza for writing our theme song. Join us online for Nerdy Goodness. We are at Nerd Canon on all the things. You can join our um, Patreon at patreon.com slash nerdcanon where we do all sorts of fun shit. And we will see you soon. Until next time. Keep the nerd alive. Keep it alive. Thank you.